Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Today we're going to talk about bait and switch marriages. Many men get married thinking that their wives will stay just as sexual and amazing as they did during the honeymoon phase. This is further encouraged by our society, which promotes the happily ever after trope. It is a lie. The majority of marriages are bait and switch. Husbands expect one thing and receive something entirely different. It should be no surprise to any of you that men have midlife crises as they realize the shit decisions they've made. Here we go. Enjoying my content? Check out my blog at heliosblog.com. On YouTube, you can support me by liking and subscribing. I'm also on Spotify if you'd prefer a podcast. If you're interested in my books, The Strategist's Guide to Seduction and Quotes to Live By, they're available on Amazon. In addition, you can follow me on Patreon at The Helios Blog for exclusive content. On with the show. I do your mind. Both men and women believe this for different reasons. Men believe that they'll have their wife forever sexually once she's agreed to marriage. Women believe that they'll have their husband's resources, status, and provision forever. Only one of these two statements is correct in modern society. Want to guess which one? If you guess the matriarchy's one, you've been reading this blog. Of course, women have their cake and eat it too in marriage. They have a government guarantee of their husband's resources. Do men have a guarantee of their wife's sexuality? Nope. It is an inherently unfair exchange, masked as a good one. The myth of sexual wives. People seem to believe that wives are sexual in marriages. Nothing could be further from the truth. Once the honeymoon phase ends, three months to three years, the sex begins to dry up. Married women also talk endlessly about all kinds of topics, including how much sex they're having with their husbands and with other married women. Do you think that these conversations lead to all of them deciding to have more sex with their husbands? Hell no. It leads to women deciding on a standard amount of sex wives should give husbands, an amount they can tolerate to give to a beta, as a kind of reward for slave behaviors. Often, 99.9% of the time, this amount of sex is way less than the average man needs for his sex drive to be satisfied. Marriage is for duty, not passion. Here is the main point. Men think they're getting married to consolidate their passion. This is false. Men get married so that women can consolidate their resources. Women understand that there is a dutiful amount of sex required to keep a beta around. They will do that much and no more, pushing over time to lessen and lessen the quantity of sex. They will then talk to their husbands about how marriage is about duty, while shamelessly not sticking to their duty in marriage. Beta safety nets. Effectively, marriage traps a beta into a trap of the government's making. Marriages trap betas so they can be a guaranteed safety net to women. This government-backed guarantee allows the matriarchy to stay in power. Women have constitutionally written power over men through control of their resources once married. The beta walks into this trap, lured by the honeypot of honeymoon sex. Insidious, no? Obviously, once he's in the trap, there's no more need for the honeypot, and any supposed desire from the wife can be withdrawn. It is a sad reality that the scope of the lives of many men is simply to be a safety net to a woman. He's a tool, not a man at that point. Alpha seed, beta need. As has been mentioned in previous articles, women truly desire alpha sexually and use betas as drones. The desire they had for a beta was never genuine. It was a ploy to get him to commit himself wholeheartedly to her and fall into her trap. 
One sin, there is no more need for pretense. If you want the true desire of a woman, you need to be alpha in her eyes. Marriage cements your status as a controllable beta, regardless of what you were before the marriage. In fact, women that marry men who they see as alpha often try to change him to mold their husband into a beta to secure his provisioning. This often works as the government holds the alpha married man at threat point through the pillaging of his resources should his relationship end. Allowing yourself to be put into such a terrible position not only lacks forethought, it also signals weakness to women who understand exactly the position any woman is in in a marriage. Hypergamy doesn't care about your happiness. Ultimately, hypergamy doesn't care whether you are happy or not. It cares about the success of the female sexual strategy. She gets to experience the joy of all the alphas she can get her hands on while being saved by a nice beta. You're raised to be a pawn in this strategy and sacrifice your life and happiness for it. Only those men that wake up can prevent the problem of bait-and-switch marriages. Only those men that wake up can actually live a life worth a living, where they can experience genuine desire and enjoyment in their relationships with women. It is a sad reality that we live in, but a true one. Following this socially acceptable script leads to misery. If you follow the script your mom and beta dad taught you about how you should be as a man, you're going to have a bad time. You'll suffer in all your relationships with women as you get tossed around and ignored by men who know better than you. Following what mommy tells you is going to lead to your rejection until you just get it. If you keep doing what mommy told you your whole life, you're going to end up in exactly her husband's position. You'll be a convenient slave used to facilitate the matriarchy's goals for women. You will not be a human to them. You'll be a tool for use and deletion when your utility has finished. Remember that. Don't get married. I have been implying this whole time, but let me state it outright. Don't get married. I'll also add cohabitation to this. Marriage and cohabitation are the foundations of women's control over you. When you let her control you, you let her drain your masculine essence. You lose what it is that made you a man in the first place. Destroying your masculinity is never a good strategy, especially if you want to experience a life of long-term happiness. If I told you not to hit yourself in the head with a stick, you'd probably think it wise advice. When I tell you not to get married, I'm telling you not to put your balls in a vice. Believe me, putting your balls in a vice is much more painful than hitting yourself in the head with a stick. Marriage is that. Avoid. Cohabitation and monogamy. As I mentioned in the previous section, cohabitation is a terrible proposition. In some states, Just living together with a woman for a certain amount of time means that you're married. Obviously, that's terrible. When you cohabitate, it gives women the power to control your actions as she gains knowledge of what your regular habits are. Once she knows that, the mystery is gone. If you agree to be monogamous and cohabitate, basically all of the competition anxiety that women have is greatly reduced. Sadly, competition anxiety is a large part of many women's attraction for men. Effectively, by agreeing to be monogamous and cohabitate, you've destroyed two of the absolute best tools men have for seduction. Never shoot yourself in the foot this way. Conclusion It is clear that many men enter into relationships that destroy them. A great example is the bait-and-switch marriage. In those relationships, men think that they are gaining the attraction of their wife by consolidating their relationship, but actually they're moving in the opposite direction in guaranteeing their beta-provider spot for her in the future. Thus, I advise that men avoid marriage, monogamy, and cohabitation in order to maintain their power and attraction that the women in their lives have for them. Be wise and in control.